Just when you think you've got the game figured out, someone ups the ante. He fires the gun off. It explodes upwards through the table. Stuff goes everywhere. Electricity goes everywhere. The chips go everywhere. He grabs, because he knows exactly what he's looking for. He grabs the two things. Uh, he grabs the, the blank data pad and the credentials and he runs. And so he's going to do a vigilance check here. And hopefully he doesn't get executed by a Mandalorian on the way out. I'm going to do it against three purples and one black. Oh my God. Probably not going to notice the thing. Do I get an advantage because I've just created like a massive amount of chaos? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this does wow. not work. <laughs> wow. Two. Okay. Two failures, one advantage, and one triumph. triumph. He does not see the cards fall out of Oren's sleeve. Son of a gun. As Oren stands up from the table. What do you have for your triumph and advantage? The triumph is that the Mandalorian does see the cards come out of Oren's sleeve. <laughs> That's great, yes. So the triumph is that the Mandalorian sees the cards come out of Oren's sleeve. So I'm booking it with these two things, right? Yep, I've left yep. all the money, and so the Mandalorian takes out his gun and points it over to Oren's head, and he, and he says... I see those cards, Oren. You're going to be staying back here a while. And the Mandalorian scoops the money. Mandalorian scoops up the money, and Oren puts out his hands uh, out to the sides while you make your break for it. Okay, so this wasn't quite as bad as what I thought. I still think I lost fair yeah. and square, Uh huh. which really bothers me. But Especially against that guy. But nobody's chasing me. Now, mm -hmm. it was a failed vigilance, so I probably don't even notice what's happening behind me. I'm just... No, you don't see that at all. I'm just yeah. gone. Gone, gone. Yeah. Maybe with your advantage, you, you would notice that Mal has not followed you. He's not chasing you or anything. Right. But I don't know what's going on there. All I know is that I've managed to, like, against all odds, get away, and, and I'm just booking out of the gun dark. Yeah. And I flag down... <laughs> I flag down a taxi. Okay, so now he's, like... He's on the clock. Yeah. Because now he's fully expecting this thing to go badly for him quick. So now he knows that he has a limited period of time to get in to the RSF yeah. and figure out what's going on. Whatever's happening, it's probably, in his mind, going to get called in pretty soon. Yeah. So he flags a cab and he gets a green one. I don't get the blue cab again? No, oh, you don't get the blue so cab again. I'm so disappointed. Maybe he's going to clean it. All right. You're going directly to the central processing station? He gets close to the central processing station. Mm -hmm. So he's got the credentials, right? Yeah. Before he goes before he goes into the block for the central processing station, he calls the RSF. Lenny? Um, now this, no. He calls the, the general okay. dispatch number. He calls the dispatch number and he goes, this is senior investigator, Orrin Rylar, credentials, reads the credentials from the card. Uh-huh. We need immediate dispatch of all available units for a blue convertible with a body in the trunk that is leading on a hot pursuit towards the lower levels by the Golden Gundark. Immediately. Oh, no. So he's trying to clear out the place using the credentials before he goes in. He doesn't He doesn't realize like that he's probably okay right now. 
Yeah. And so he want he thinks that he's on the clock here, and so he wants to make this thing as easy as possible and to create as much chaos as humanly possible uh -huh. before he goes in. So he's calling dispatch directly to try to clear out the area. Yeah. So what this place looks like, the central processing station is a few levels below surface level, and then more towards surface level, there's this big, like, brutalist architecture building that is the RSF office. Okay. Um, so they are connected, but not, like... They are two places, even though RSF runs them both, and they're really close to each other. So the data, the data bank is in a different building than the RSF? So the RSF is way up top, and okay. central processing is, is a little further down. Okay. They are connected and run by the same people. Mm -hmm. Central processing is going to have a lot more clones. Mm -hmm. RSF office is going to be just people, basically the FBI. Got it. So yeah, you see a handful of speeders streaming out of the RSF garage a couple levels up with their lights on, heading in the direction of downtown and the Golden Gundark. Got it. Okay. I get out of the cab. Okay. I go to the front door. Uh-huh. Well, I go to the door. I go to a side door. Yeah. I don't go to the front door. Okay. I go to a side door that is going to at least give me some sort of stairwell access to central processing. Yeah. You are able to get in with Oren's credentials. Mm -hmm. And you've been in this place before. It's exactly as you remember it. The interior is all like light metal and shiny floors. And uh, you are in this stairwell. I take faith mm -hmm. and I shoot out one of the fire suppression units. Okay. Which should set off the fire alarms. Okay. Okay. Once I've set off the fire alarms, I peek down the hallway to see if there's what kind of activity there is going on. There's really not that much. It is after hours. So okay. any activity that's going to happen is going to be a little bit further down in the, the clone barracks sort of area. If you were to uh, hang over the railing and look all the way down, you would see sleepy looking clones in their clone pajamas streaming out of this place. Perfect. I make my way over to the area of central processing where I believe that this took place. All right. So you head in through the main area. This building is very tall and open. There are computer terminals where new people to Coruscant are processed. Okay. Green cards are given, that sort of stuff. And you head towards the back. Where new people are processed. It, it, this is immigration. Okay. And this is where the crimes took place? Yeah. A couple levels down. Okay. So Stanton is looking around at this very like a little bit confused and bothered he's like immigration central processing what is going on here he finds the closest terminal in there and he powers it up and puts in the credentials uh -huh. of Orrin Ryler yeah so what you can do here so you can see the actual crime scene it's going to be down a few floors that much you know it's probably not a part of the building that you've been in before Okay, I got to get to the crime scene. That's yeah. where I want to be. Yeah, there would also be a security station somewhere around here that you could possibly tap into. Okay. Enzo did say that uh, power was out at the time. Who said the power was out? Enzo. Enzo said the power was out at the time. Yeah, that there was a big he... thunderstorm last night. Okay. Holy God, there's so many things going on here. So there's a power outage at the time when two clones got shot. Yeah. So I got to do two things here then. I got two I got two data points I can investigate. Mm -hmm. I can look at the security footage to see what the heck happened. I can look at the case files that 
that I can get access to through Oren Rylers. I want to see if Oren is involved in this, first of all, if he's mm -hmm. actually involved in this case. I want to look at it. I have got years of experience running cases, and so I'm going to know if there's information that looks like it's been removed or should be in there but isn't yeah. in there or stuff that looks suspicious. So there's some quick preliminary work I can do on that security terminal right there. Okay, so... So those are the two check. things I want to do. One, I want to look at the security footage. Two, I want to look at the case real fast to see if I can find something that, that pops out that's missing or like what Oren's involvement is. Let's do an easy computer's check. One purple. You can have a boost because you have Oren's credentials. You can have a blue. Okay, so computers. This is skullduggery or not? I think because it's computers. You could argue for skullduggery. I mean, skullduggery is more like him breaking into something, but here yeah. I'm just actually accessing it. Yeah. Okay. So what am I rolling against? One purple. One, one purple. Okay. So I got a success. One success. So I, fi I find... Do you want to re-roll one of those positive dice? No. The blank one? It says once per encounter. This is an encounter right now. You How on many this encounters computer. do I get? The scene resets when, you, uh, when we go into a new scene. Like a new room? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, one green. Okay. Oh my god, I got two successes out of that one green. All where right, were so you? you where were you, dice, when I needed you at the tables? A total of three successes. So you get access to which one do you want first? I want the 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 security footage is gonna be good and important, but the one that I really need to use like all my skill and ability on is looking at the case file. Okay. So you open up the case file. A lot of the information that you would expect to be there is not there. Oh my and God, Orin's involved in this. Due to interfering, due to it being above Orin's level. <sighs> Orin is on the case, but he has about as much information as you. The one thing that it seemed like may have been a dead end, it doesn't seem like he's got anything on Pana. And he was probably there for the same reason as you, just to. to like cross off a lead. Okay, so I, I my instincts were right on this thing, that that was just too weird a deal to have him also connected to Pana. Although, having said that, you know, like it is, it, it now is at the higher level, which could always be connected to Pana just for right, that yeah, reason. Yeah. It might still be a, just a weird coincidence connection. But either way, there's nothing to implicate Pana right away. Yeah. But there is a lot to implicate the RSF right away. There is, because you look at that security footage, and you notice a couple things. Let's get a perception check just to see how much you're going to notice some things. Let's see okay. how much you notice. I'm pretty good at perception. I'm actually extremely good at perception. What am I rolling against? Two purples. Okay. Well, no successes, but three advantages. Okay. Let me tell you what you see. You get footage of the actual event. Okay. We're going to implicate a lot of people here. This is why I came here. This is why I came here. You see footage of this brightly lit room. There's a person with a bald head wearing some sort of uniform, some sort of military uniform. They don't look like a clone. They look, they don't look human. And they are at a terminal. The lights go out for a second, but then emergency lights come on. And as they do, I'm picturing this whole thing without audio. It's just visual. Sure. As they do, this person clearly hears something and takes a little data stick out of the terminal and turns around and we see two clones. Yep. The person says something. The clones turn their blasters on each other and shoot each other. What? The person says something and the clones turn 
and shoot each other. Mm -hmm. Stanton says, son of a Gundark. And he rewinds and watches it again to make sure that he saw it correctly. Yeah. So it seems like Enzo was right that the power did go out in the building. But when they were saying that they didn't have security footage because of a power outage, that was not true. Right. And clearly, this is not Enzo. Why did Enzo tell me that there was a power outage? Oh, there was. It, but it this didn't place go had out backup. in that room. Yeah. So okay. if Enzo was on the so upper floor... the security floors, camera was on a separate power thing. Yeah. So Enzo wasn't necessarily lying to No, me. he was not lying. Enzo still, at this point, is a patsy in this whole thing. Yeah. That they found somebody to pin this on to make it go away. There's no reason for me to believe that Enzo has any involvement at this point. The first thing I'm thinking of on this is... What could a person say to those clones that would make them shoot each other? I don't think I'm going to find anything here, but I real quick take a look at those clones' backgrounds to see if there's anything that pops out. I'm guessing it should look like they are run-of-the-mill clones. Yep. CT41127 served on Umbara, did a short stint on Coruscant's orbital observatory, Mm -hmm. spent some time in the outer rim and then came here. Sorry, I'm honestly not that interested. Like, I just do a quick scan. (laughs) I am expecting to find nothing. Mm -hmm. And you find nothing. And I find nothing. Like, I I don't care where they've been. I don't care what they've done. So long as it doesn't stand out as something like crazy. Yeah. Like, they weren't involved in any previous crimes or anything like that. Nope. Some time in the outer rim and then back to Coruscant. Got it. Yep. It takes me all of like 10 seconds to process that. How aware am I about what is happening in the current events right now outside of my little world? How well is he paying attention? Honestly, this guy... This guy's really not hours. paying that much attention in the last 14 hours, right? He was at his computer and he was sort of doing stuff, but not really doing anything. So the question is how... It's pretty big news, it's right? Pretty big news. Like, it's pretty big news. I think that he might have heard... We're an empire now. ...that it's not the empire that's going to bother him. Uh-huh. It's the clone behavior, yeah. right? Because Stanton is a guy that puts together puzzles in his head and... Everything about him is like about understanding people, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why it bothers him so much that he can't beat this one dude at cards, right? Mm -hmm. And he he should because he's a better player, but it turns out that he's being cheated and he just can't catch this guy cheating him for some reason. For some reason. Probably because he forgot all his skills they could have been using. But the behavior of the clones in that they immediately killed all the commanders Mm -hmm. that they were working for probably struck him as odd. Yeah. That these people could work together for that long and then immediately turn on each other yeah. that fast. That probably struck him as like a big deal. And so seeing this, he is he is now like really perplexed as to what is going on and he start and he and he's looking at those clones because it looks like somebody said something to them and then they behaved in a very strange manner. That's what it looks like. So He's got to find this ball guy. He watches the security footage to see where this ball guy went or or zoom in or do like anything he can do at this point to try to identify who this dude is. He follows the camera footage from one space to another. He only gets the back of his head, back of his head, back of his head. And then he finally gets one last stairwell where this person is moving towards the camera. They're a Sakian. They've got... Probably it's it's hard to tell on this like 
bluish security footage, but uh, their skin's sort of purpley. Hmm. Yeah, oh, these guys look evil. You have um, three advantages from that perception check that we haven't used yet. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, I want to have some sort of some sort of feature that'll allow me to try to find this guy or to run him in the system. He's wearing a Republic uniform, Imperial uniform, um, that looks like the uniform of a medic. Oh, okay. So is he working for a medical agency that I would know? Like a particular place? Like a hospital? It's a military uniform. It's a military. So he's a, he's a military medic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my other advantage then is I'm going to be able to run this guy in a system. And I'm going to look for Sakians that are active duty military medics located in Coruscant, like within a radius of here. Okay. Let's get a... Another computer check with a boost for, I guess, two boosts for the your remaining advantages. Okay. Against what? Um, against one purple, okay. and you can have uh, another boost for Oren's credentials. Wow. Okay. We're rolling now. Yeah. So it doesn't take very long to pull up the list of military medics currently on Coruscant, and you find a Sakian named Thujir Mar. Okay. So where does this guy live? Like, where can I find this guy? They are stationed here and stationed in this place at Central Processing currently. Ooh, on what floor? A few floors down. I mean, they're stationed here. It doesn't mean they're here. Sure. But um, but yeah, a few floors down. But I can find his bunk. There are medical bays and his living quarters would be off the medical section. Well, that's where we're going, friend. All right. So he now keep in mind, there's still probably some chaos. Yeah, I think I think we've gotten to this has taken a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm going to flip one of my dark side points over. The alarms have stopped. OK, stopped ringing. And you would assume that somebody has figured out why they were ringing. In the somebody first place. shot the alarms. Yeah. OK, so I need yet another distraction to get me down there. But also this part of the this part of the facility is usually supposed to be empty Mm -hmm. at this time of night just cleaning staff right okay so i have some advantages yeah one of the advantages that i'm going to do is i'm going to quick delete the footage of the room that i'm in like the footage of me going up up through the stairs and all the rest of that stuff that works right yep the next thing i'm going to do is i'm going to turn off the cameras on the path that i'm going to take okay to go down to the medical bay okay Um, but before i do that i take a peek and see like what I'm dealing with as far as personnel on the way. So the way down there, it's through this back hall, and then there's a series of secure doors. And in, in that area, you don't really see anybody. But down towards medical, there are a few people walking around. You spot two or three out of uniform clones. Oh, yeah. We're gonna we're just going to bluff our way through this thing. All right. I immediately go down. Okay. And I go as far as I can get before I run into a person. All right. So you head down and through those secure doors. Oren's credentials easily get you through. Mm -hmm. And you are on the medical floor. There are rooms full of medical partitions. And yeah, so the, the place that this person would have been bunking is at the far end of the hall. And a quick glance down the hall shows two uh, uniformed but not armored troopers talking to each other uh, towards the back end of the hall. 
Okay. I start walking towards the end of the hall, and I look to see whether or not these guys are taking notice of me. I assume they are going to take notice of me. It is a hallway. I'm the only person walking down it. Yeah, it's not a busy hallway, and they do spot you. Okay. So while I'm still a ways away, I pull out Orin's credentials uh-huh. enough that they can see that it looks correct, yep. but it doesn't have to be me. Yep. think that's going to be a deception check. Yep. I'm going to say RSF Internal Affairs. Did you guys not hear these alarms? What are you still doing here? We're looking for the source of the, the issue. It was uh, a blasted circuit up near the top floors. There's yeah. Supposed, this is what we call the... a competency check, gentlemen. You failed to exit the building promptly. Instead, you went looking for the source, like you just said. I mean, we, we, just, came, we just came back. Did you exit the building at all then? Uh, they look at each other. Yes, a little. Uh-huh. And what does your manual say for how long you were supposed to stay out of a building and what has to happen before you come back in? Who, who are you to, to pull rank here? This is clone I already business. showed you my identification, told you I'm internal affairs. I'm going to need you to go back out to the building, wait the prescribed five minutes as allotted by section 113.2 in your manual. I bluff, I know I'm close, but I'm not entirely there. Um, But I'm close enough that that's like an actual manual that they would Uh recognize as like something that would have security procedures in. Okay. And I'm gonna have you shut your mouths until you do it, and maybe I won't write you up. So that'll be a deception check. Okay. We are adding a black because those numbers are slightly off. Okay. You get to remove the black because you have convincing demeanor. I think it does it automatically. It should do it automatically. I got two negatives there. Yeah. And it is against those clones. And with two of them, it's against a red and two purples. Ooh. Do you want to use a light side point or anything to make your dice pool better? Uh, Yeah, I really kind of got to get in there. All right, we'll flip one for you. And then one of your greens turns to a yellow. Okay. Ready to do this? Let's see how it goes. We did it. One success and one advantage. One success and one advantage. We fooled a couple clones. It was really hard to fool some clones. It is. They are very disciplined. They can see through lies pretty easily. Well, they can't see through me. Not this one. One of them says, hey, listen here. And then the other one just puts a hand in front of him. The man's right. We need to stick to protocol. That protocol says five minutes. Follow me, cadet. And they walk away. Awesome. Because it's going to take them time to get out there. Then they got to wait. And by that point, I'm going to have what I need. Yeah. Perfect. You have an advantage idea? Super happy with himself on this one. (laughs) The advantage. Oh, goodness. The advantage is that he assumed that his area was secure, so he didn't, like, lock anything. His stuff is easily accessible. Okay. Yeah, he did not have time to lock anything up, really, before leaving. And the clones have probably already been through this stuff. Or somebody has, at least. Oren probably has. Mm. So you think Oren identified this guy already? Oren probably (sighs) had access to the security footage. Yeah, he probably did, didn't he? So I'm just chasing after Oren's loose scraps here. I'm going to have to go back and deal with Oren. But Oren was also trying to figure out a Pana connection, so... Yeah. It's kind of up in the air what Oren Oren has and what Oren doesn't have. I mean, it really does raise the question of, like, does Oren suspect that Pana's involved? And if so, why? Right? There's got to be something out there that maybe connects Pana other than the fact that this guy just worked there. Okay, so I got to go through his stuff. I got to find something here. This is a guy that told two clones to shoot each other and they did. Yeah. So he's got to be connected to somebody because he seems like a trigger man as opposed to a, you know, a mastermind. 
you enter this small space. It's it's pretty small. Mm-hmm. There's a bed and a desk, a small lamp on the desk. Going through his stuff, he's got a footlocker that just has uniform, that sort of stuff. It's pretty standard issue Republic Navy stuff. Looking through his desk, you would typically find a computer or a data pad. Nothing like that here. Okay. And in the bottom drawer, all the way in the back, you find a little metal tin. And opening it up, there are a couple little like microchip kind of things in them. Can I access them in my communicator? You, you can try. I sure will. I mean, anything that I can do to figure out what these things are, I'm going okay. to do immediately. Okay. I think it's going to be pretty hard. Okay. I think it's going to be against a red and two purples. Here's why. Here's how I'm going to do it. Yep. So in being a private detective, you are often faced with situations where you have to break security on stuff. So he's got in his communicator, he's got some slicing tools built into it. Okay. Designed for these kind of things. So this is going to be skullduggery. Because it, it would be absolutely plausible for a private investigator to, at like Stanton, to use illegal methods to access information. Mm-hmm. And something okay. like this would be perfect. All right. So what am I rolling against? The red and two purples. Okay. So we just give it a run. Let's see how it goes. I okay. did it. One success and one threat. So you're able to get a little bit of information from this thing. You can see that it has some sort of biological interface. Okay. And that it was, in fact, removed from a person. It's some sort of cybernetic that... It's like an implant. It's like an implant, yeah. Okay. And I think with that threat, as you keep fiddling with it, a little stream of smoke starts to come up from it. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> it's <yeah>. self-destructing? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just not not fully compatible with your slicing tools. Okay. It's, there's, there's just something internal going wrong with it. I take it out, like immediately. Yeah. Did I get it, any information from it other than like looking at it? That it is a biological interface that it, I don't know that you would be able to get like the purpose of it. Okay. So, and then it's starting to get destroyed as it yeah. stays in there. Okay. Just well, I immediately have to, I think it's important. So I immediately take it out. There are two of them in this tin. Okay. Did, did the one get destroyed? No. Okay. So I got one good one. Do I have two good ones? You got one and three quarters good ones. One and three quarters good ones. Okay. Yeah. I'm highly, highly, highly suspicious of this. Anything with implants to me is something that I'm suspicious of because I think that... Because Stanton's not the kind of guy that has any implants Mm -hmm. and his businesses with the RSF make him suspicious of anybody that has implants because they almost never are used for anything other than nefarious purposes. So he is very suspicious of what's going on. He is going to take these. Okay. You pocket them. Little surprised that nobody has found them yet. Yeah. Super surprised. Crappy detective work there, Oren Rylar. (laughs) All right. So I got a plan now. I got to get out of this building because there's nothing left for me in here. What's your plan? Yeah. Uh, get out of the building. Okay. <laughs> so is this going to be a problem or have I, I mean, it didn't take me very long to find those things and plug them into my machine. So can I exit out a different place than where I got in without anybody seeing me? Yes. Perfect. Um... I'm not going to let you think about this anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to get the heck out of the building. Great. And I immediately get to a place where I feel that I am like safe enough to make a communicator call. Sure. You exit the building through one of those lower levels that you were on. 
and find a an unoccupied area outside. No clones about, and you can vaguely hear them one level below you. I can, okay, so I'm out of the building. Out of the building. Away from the clones, yeah. at least enough. Yeah. Perfect. I make a communicator call to the safe room. Okay. Enzo should still be in the safe room. Hello? Enzo. Yeah? You're still alive. This is good. I'm okay. We're okay. Did you drink the water in the safe room? No. Okay. If you would have, you would notice that I was lying about the food. There's a sandwich or two in there. Oh. I'm telling you this because it's been four hours. I'm checking in on you. And I'm telling you it's going to be another four hours. (sighs) Okay. The upside is that I believe you're innocent. You hear them both sort of laugh a little bit. Um, you, you found something. I'm working on it. The downside is it's not a very good sandwich. So just hang out oh. and I'll call you in four hours. And then I hang up. Next call I make is to my guy, my tech guy. Lenny? The given? Or do you have another tech guy? Lenny was my guy in the RSF. He's your guy in the RSF, yeah. Is Lenny any good at tech stuff? Eh, Lenny's hit or miss. I need a like a real tech guy. Okay. Like I need a guy that can tell me what these things do that is that is real good okay. that may not be involved in the RSF because at this point now I'm suspicious of the RSF as well. Yeah. I'm always suspicious of the RSF, but this one I'm really suspicious of the RSF. I'm also kind of thinking that because of the level of it I, that that Oren Ryler might not be as bad a guy as I thought on this. We'll he see. might just be a fool. He might just be being played. Yeah. Okay. So you can either flip a light side to know the tech guy really well, mm-hmm. or we can do a, uh, an underworld or um, streetwise to see how well you know the tech guy. Okay. So this, yeah, it's going to be like underworld knowledge. Well, we'll do streetwise. Okay. We're going to do it's against two guy. purples and one black. Black is for this particular guy not actually liking very many people. Yeah, that's fair. Four advantages. Okay. You are aware of a tech guy. Do you mind if I spend two of your advantages? Go right ahead, sir. You are aware of a tech guy who is very into cybernetics and will probably help you out if you give him one of these chips. Ooh. And his name is Demo. Demo. Yep. Let's call up Demo. Demo only takes appointments. Do you have ideas for your two other advantages? He answers my phone call. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, who is this? Demo. It's Stanton Horn. Stanton Horn. I don't think we've met, but I've heard of you. Shifty? You ever heard someone call another cop that? (laughs) Yeah, I have. That's you? That's me. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, uh, what can I do for you? Have I got a deal for you? I'm just going to start talking, and you tell me if you want to dance to this song. I got two microchips here that I believe are biological implants that may or may not change the course of the galaxy if they are what I think they are. I'll give you one of these things if you can tell me exactly how it works and where it came from and who's using it last. You've piqued my interest. Yeah, all right. I I got a meeting in a half an hour, but we should be done within the hour if you want to come down. Uh, yeah, just... You know where Ringo's is? Yeah. Uh, I'll be there in 15 minutes. All right. I said an hour, but. Yeah, you're going to cancel that appointment, Demo. It's. I can't cancel on this guy. See you in 15. Hang up.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to James for playing on these episodes. Be sure to check out his podcast, The University of Coruscant. The University of Coruscant offers bite-sized in-universe dives into Star Wars history, lore, technology, and more. I can't recommend it enough. Download the University of Coruscant wherever you get your podcasts. Have you joined our Discord yet? Come hang out with other fans of Coruscant Nights in the other place and talk about the shows, your favorite RPGs, and other games. We've got monthly live-streamed games, shows like Behind the Mask with Sarah Joy, which you can also find on our YouTube, and board game nights. Check the show notes for a link.